Juggling motherhood and modern day life can be stressful and relentless, but it doesn't need to be this way. The Joy of Being podcast is the answer to maternal mental health, bringing sustainable relief and calm to hardworking mums everywhere so that you, your family and work can thrive. My name is Marina Pearson and I'm your host, transformational coach and mum who loves to interview business owners, transformational professionals and creatives to have insightful conversations about what it takes to really live a life that is thriving, fulfilling and full of joy. So in the next coming weeks, I have decided to launch a coronavirus series in which I'll be bringing on amazing guests to talk about these uncertain times and how even in uncertainty, there can be an amazing opportunity for us to thrive. Now, that may sound weird, especially if you're seeing markets tumble, especially if you've got people around you that are suffering because of the the virus, uh, and maybe even if because you are scared of your business coming to a halt. Whatever it is, the fears that you have and the panic that you may be feeling, then this series is going to really help with that. I felt really compelled to bring this into uh, my awareness, but also into the awareness of you, the listener. So with that in mind, I'm super excited to be launching this series and for us to create a different conversation to the one that's being had in the media. Not to say that this isn't important, not to say that we're not entering into difficult times, but to say that there is and there are other ways of viewing it other than the panic and the fear that's being brought to the table. So if you are feeling that and you know, you're, you are being affected by the coronavirus through your business, through your finances, through your health, then these are going to be incredible conversations to be tuning into. And if you know of anybody in that situation, then please, please, please do share the episodes with them. Enjoy. So on today's show, I'm interviewing the beautiful Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly is the founder of Graceful Coaching. She is also a maverick at getting women online for their passion-based businesses. During this coronavirus pandemic, I decided to reach out to her because she lives in Italy. And actually, this was way before I was even on lockdown thinking that this would happen to me. And I decided to interview her to see how she was dealing with this whole thing. During this time, we talked about what it is to be on lockdown when you know that your experience doesn't come from anything outside of you, benefits of actually having a still mind, and what you can do in order for you to stay there more of the time. So if you're still freaking out, if you're still finding it really difficult, and you want some calm in these really chaotic times, then this is going to be a great episode for you. Enjoy. So welcome everybody. Um, on today's show, I have the beautiful Grace Kelly. In fact, I've invited her back because it kind of occurred to me that it might be cool to do a, a show, an episode on what it's been like for somebody on lockdown in Italy that has a very incredible grounding um, and who, you know, in my mind, um, is showing up in a, in a really calm and collected way. And that's not to say that, there, you know, there isn't a place for mild or fear or because that's just all part of the human experience. But I thought it might be cool to just bring someone in like Grace to talk about what it's been like um, from the ground and just for us to kind of sit with some more perspective. So welcome, Grace. Oh, thank you, Marina. It's lovely to be here again. 
I know, isn't it? In very different circumstances. So, Grace, what has it been like in terms of, you know, obviously Italy has been the worst hit. It looks like Spain is not, you know, following uh, quickly behind. But what are, what is um, what has the experience been like for you? And what have you seen and what have you noticed that's really helped you? But also, what have you seen and experienced that maybe hasn't been so helpful? Lovely. I love that question. Well, like you started there, Marina, you know, you used the word grounding. And I have to say that I'm very thankful for my personal grounding and spiritual practices at this time, you know, as I, as I witnessed the, the, whole, the whole world in, in what looks like freak out and fear, it just, it's a really good reminder to me of how important it is for all of us to put that oxygen mask on first and be centered and be taken care of from within. So for me, the experience so far has been quite Um, productive, inspirational, calm, grounded. And it's not to take away from, like you were saying, the seriousness of the situation. But as I see it, the ultimate virus is fear. And if we keep in that direction, we find more and more possibilities to be living in that feeling. Uh, that those feelings of fear and um, what what masks even in their car with their windows closed the masks are on and what strikes me there is I think well why are we waiting for a virus to put on our own oxygen mask first <laughs> you know <laughs> like <laughs> this is something that if we were all um, doing uh, internally on a daily basis, um, we probably uh, we, we probably would would be less prone to uh, the drama and freak out and 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 sort of pandemonium that we, that we are seeing at times going on. So, <clears throat> what's been your personal experience of being um, on the ground? Like you're on day seven. So, have you found yourself in different states of mind throughout those seven days I'm assuming you have um and what have you noticed (laughs) yeah that's a great question yeah of course Marina you know the states of mind go go up and down in every human being and I'm not exempt to that so you know I've witnessed witnessed the 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 relationship really between state of mind and, and lockdown in particular so this is a moment in time when when ultimately had I not the grounding and, per, and spiritual practices that I have in place I um I think I would have found my state of mind extremely extremely low and extremely tense and I certainly a few years ago would have freaked out at the situation of being restricted in any sort of movement. I mean, I think I spoke with you before, Marina, about, you know, I, I was one of these people that, you know, I was, in a, I was in one of the best hotels in the world in Beverly Hills. And I had to change rooms three times because I was convinced that my unhappiness was coming from the hotel room. 
And I had to keep getting away from different circumstances and different places and just let me change up my, my place and then I'll be okay. So if I had been put on lockdown a number of years ago, I'd say I would have either tried to flee the country <laughs> or, or I just would have been experiencing much more low states of mind. What I'm noticing now is, yes, those states of mind have been going up and down, but I'm so much more aware of that when that's happening and what that is rather than being at the mercy of my state of mind and acting out on it and being sort of taken away with it. So, yes, it's only day seven, but in these seven days, I have found my mind is pretty engaged with helping people at the moment and and less concerned with escaping. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah, so we can we can see opportunity or we can see fear and um as in um we can take an opportunity here to actually bring about more certainty or we can take an opportunity here to um to forego our capacity to help other people and um sit in the state of fear um and not do anything that, that that ultimately could be of service or um, could be helpful to others. Yeah, and what, what I'm seeing here as well in Italy is that the people who are really struggling with this lockdown are people who are very innocently um, dependent on a lot of activity and action and movement and mind engagement. And, you know, then there are couples that are suddenly at home together for the first time in years and there's relationship stuff coming up that they've never had to necessarily look up before. And so, um, you know, I think the the more we can be centered in who we are and understanding where our experience is truly coming from, you know, not out there with this virus that's happening, not out there with this experience of lockdown, but rather, you know, here, whatever's going on in the state of mind, whatever's happening with that thinking. And, and, and I see that everybody's having a different experience of this virus, Marina, based on how they're thinking about it. And there's such an innocence to how we use thought against ourselves, against the virus, against lockdown. And the more we're in that experience of being against something, of course, as you know, the more resistance the more resistant our experience becomes. And wow, is that a recipe for disaster? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, <clears throat> as you know, I wrote a book called The Joy of Being and this podcast is all about that. And what I notice when I have my mums come here on retreat, first t- day or so is really difficult for them because they don't know how to be still. Just being still in the sense of not even just chilling, like just looking out onto nature and not doing much else. And then um, by the third day, they're just much more calm and really enjoying the experience of being quiet. And my sense of this is that it must be crazy to be in a position where being still is now enforced. You can't move. And we don't understand that our experience doesn't come from anything external to us. Then it can often see, and as you said, like it can seem that this is absolute torture, 
because we create loads of different strategies to like feel great. Um, I know back in the day that I used to travel a lot just to not have to be with my thinking, but suddenly like, oh my God, I'm at home alone or I'm at home with my five-year-old, which is my case going, ah, (laughs) you know, it was funny sharing with a parent the other day. I was like, I don't think the fear really is about the coronavirus in this case. I think it's more about how the hell we're going to manage our children for the next the next 15 days at home yeah <laughs> and, and and even for some people it's like how the hell am I going to manage you know uh being alone for 15 days or more or 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 having my husband home for 15 days or more you know it's um I think it's a one this is a wonderful learning curve for all of us because dependent <clears throat> on something happening or not happening to be okay. This is kind of, in my opinion, personal opinion, it's kind of like bringing bringing sort of that mirror forward to to have a look at, well, what do you you think you need to be okay? What do you think needs to happen? So I think there's a bit of a spiritual awakening amongst all of this. I don't want to go too woo-woo, but I really do see it like that. You know, it's, of course, not to take away from the seriousness of the situation. But again, there's a bit, there's a, there's a balancing to the whole system happening and an awakening going on. So those of us like yourself, Marina, that are at the forefront of this, this conversation with people and helping people understand what's you know where their joy of being truly comes from and what's possible it, it, this is a call uh, to, to, to move forward and share with people and you know that's why I was really delighted when I heard you were doing this series and this interview so, up. aside of that what amazing creative initiatives have you seen that have that have come out of everybody being at home alone <laughs> Oh, it's been wonderful here in Italy to see what people are doing. I mean, I have a group of friends who are, you know, expats living in 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 this part of Puglia, and they're getting together every day. It's you know a musical experience where they're just choosing a song each day and and dressing up. <laughs> dressing up to match the song. I think the other night was the Bee Gees um, and, and staying alive. And, you know, they're dressed up and they're doing this and they're singing and they're using their musical instruments. And then I have a group of Italian friends who message me every morning to tell me what's happening that particular evening. And, and as you may know, Marina, uh, at, 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 at six o'clock the other evening, everybody went on their balconies with a musical instrument, and the whole, the whole uh, that went nationwide. The whole country were playing music, and there was a concert, free concert for us all. I believe last night was was um, uh, was was lighting up Italy, so everybody went on their balconies or out into their. Uh, you know, opened their front doors out into their space, whatever they've got, their garden perhaps, with a light. <laughs> so the, the house lights went out and the phone light went on and they, they, they lit up the whole country. So it's really wonderful. I'm seeing, I'm seeing real deep human connection here versus, you know, fear and separation. You know, people are being cautious, but it's, it's heartwarming. It's heartwarming how humanity uh, chooses to unite at a time like this. That's really like, I just get choked up every time I think about that. Because here in Spain, um, 
at eight o'clock now, everybody goes out onto the balconies and claps um, and honors the people that are working yeah. in the sanitary, you know, in, 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 in um, the hospitals and um, sanitary systems. So it, it is, it is, there's something to be said mm-hmm. about human spirit um, moving beyond what can be considered a, a major global crisis. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've been reflecting on this and I'm like, wow, this is such a historical moment, like to, to be living through this to be able to tell our grandkids about this. And I don't know if in some way, you know, I often have thought, wow, we've been so lucky, right? Like we've never had to go through in our generation, at least never had to go through a a war, never had to go through anything really like full on globally. And then this comes in and it's like, okay, like what can we truly appreciate about what we've already got? And, uh, what is available to us um, when we are in a place of, of restriction and what can emerge from that? Um, you know, huge amounts of creativity in what you've just shared and what's possible, you know? And so if somebody is on lockdown and, you know, like me, I will be, I'm you're seven days ahead. <laughs> um what are some of the things that you've noticed that have really helped uh, you? Um, and I know this isn't a strategy because, you know, it, it's not like the same for everybody. And some of us have kids and uh, some of us don't have online businesses and so forth. But to remain grounded and to really see beyond our thinking, what's been really helpful for you, Grace? It's been really helpful and grinding to re- <clears throat> to know that we have this incredible force inside called wisdom. And wisdom knows exactly what to do, knows how to clean up any mess, knows how to help us. It's the same intelligence that's turning acorns into oak trees and embryos into babies without you or I doing anything to make that happen. And so so what's been so grinding for me, Marina, is to remember that that this is that this is that this wisdom is available in each individual and is available on a global scale, is available within this situation. And I don't know, just it brings me so much hope, Marina, to remember that. It keeps me grounded. You know, it, it, it lets the small me off the hook because the small me will want to keep thinking about how, what, what should I be doing? What should I do? What do I need to do? How, how will I be okay? And yet when we remember and we attune to this beautiful force within and without that's that's really in charge of 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 the planet then we don't have to get so caught up in our intellect and our self concern and our you know our our constant need to know what's happening and so some of the ways that I like to remember that wisdom and attune to that wisdom is I love watching nature programs because when I see nature programs, Marina, I see this intelligence behind life and I see it in action and I'm reminded of it. 
when I walk in the olive groves and I look at the olive trees and I see their steadiness and I see their um, their beauty, and, I, and I'm reminded that, you know, there's a beautiful book, I don't know if you've read it yet, it's called The Hidden Life of Trees. And when, a tr- when a tree is sick, oh, you'll love it. When, it. when a tree is sick, all the other trees around it are sending the energy and the resources and the nutrients to the sick tree. This is happening under the ground, right? This is happening within the roots of these trees. And so, you know, these reminders of this intelligence help ground me. This intelligence is within each of us, right? Knows how to clean up the mess, knows how to heal the body. Hmm. Just as you get a cut on your hand, you don't have to keep looking at the cut to make sure that it heals. You, you know, you may put a plaster on it, you may put disinfectant, but a couple of days later, you look back and the, and the healing has occurred. So that has been very grounding for me. And, um, and I love the spiritual practice of, of yoga and meditation. And, and I called my teacher the other day and I was supposed to go on her retreat next weekend here in Italy. And I said, look, we're going to have to move you online. We're going, I'm going to have to help you get your whole thing set up here online because this retreat needs to happen for people. And obviously we can't get to, to Italy or they can't get to Italy. I can't get up to you in the north. I said, but I'd like to have a class right now because it's needed. And, you know, and um, we did some breathing we did some some gentle movements for the spine. And it just, again, grinding. There is a sorry, do you want <clears throat> there is a there is a possibility right now for people to do two things. They can speed up or they can slow down. And isn't it interesting that humans are the only species in the world to speed up when they don't know what to do? If you look at animals in nature, when they don't know where to go, they stop still, regain their bearings, and then go in a particular direction that they feel called in. But as I see it, we humans, we don't know what to do. We get uncertain, we freak out, and we start to speed up, speed up, speed up. More technology, more information, more kind of in that energy of speed. And, um, and our wisdom can be found in the the speed but mostly we can hear it in the slowness so for me slowing down that that speedy mind has been very grinding so those are a few ways I love that I love that and I you know I was just as you were speaking something came to mind um as you know I have my five-year-old son here with me and um at the beginning, there was this massive discomfort about having him here with me and having to entertain him and finding ways and this and that. And then um, this morning, I, I was met with a really interesting moment where I realized that I don't need to be the one necessarily to create the experience for him. 
what he'd done was he was watching one of his favorite programs, which is um, a dad and boy show on dinosaurs. And they go on adventures. And one of the things that we're doing, they were going to see a monster truck show. And Leo has monster trucks. Um, he was given those for Christmas. And so what he thought he'd do, because he'd already seen the episode, is bring out his own monster trucks and wait for them to come on to play with theirs so he could play with them. And I said, what are you doing? And he had all his monster trucks lined up. And he's like, I'm waiting for them to get to the part where they play with their monster trucks so I can play with them. I was like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just totally... Love it. He, and, and I suddenly realized I don't have, like, there will be a little bit of structured time throughout these day, throughout these weeks with him. Then I realized, actually, no, that yeah. within... Within just letting with with just letting him be, he'll find his his own little moments to create something that that is fun for him. Like he just did. I just thought it was yeah. brilliant. <laughs> yeah, and this is we can all do the same. You know, we all have that wisdom within. I just love that children don't. They're, they're not interfering with it. They're not judging it. They're not worried about it. And so the beautiful just knowing of what to do next is there, you know? So I, that's great, Marina. I love that you saw that. that. That's huge. I think every mom needs to hear that. <laughs> it was just so brilliant. I was just like, well, there you go. We often, like we, as parents, we often interfere with... Mm-hmm. And I think we have to manage or, or manage it, and then realizing actually there is this wisdom, innate wisdom inside of our kids as well, and and that is just a genius moment, as far as I can tell, where he just got this idea and then went with it. I was, he's like, "What, mummy?" And I was yes. like, "Genius." <laughs> <laughs> When we're not, yeah, it's just when we're not speeding up and getting caught up and getting falling into the to the insecurity, we just know what to do. And that's the same if you have coronavirus or not, or you get it or not. You know, you that wisdom doesn't go away. No, it doesn't. And that's hopeful. I, I find you asked me, you know, what uh, my experience, that's my experience is that we never need to freak out. We have the intelligence behind life running through us, knowing exactly what's needed. And except for our innocent human minds getting too fast and getting too insecure, we hear we would just hear it very very quickly and clearly and move it's very proactive it's very proactive just like your son demonstrated you know yeah love it love it love it love it i'm like well maybe i should get him to organize my day i think i might have more fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> love that <laughs> Well, actually, that's not such a bad idea. I might, I might actually propose that to them one of the days. Is like, right, you know, I usually organise your day. Why don't you organise mine and see where we go with that? Might be kind of a cool adventure. 
So actually, that's a really great idea. I'll just uh, take that box. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I find myself... It's going to be full of fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Too much fun. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Um, but, you know, I found myself kind of going into the speeding up, right? Um, especially because of what I've seen is happening in the markets. Um, I've seen my money kind of like bomb and um there have been moments where I've gone oh my god like you know summer's coming and I I really rely on coming to happier to spend their summer here and 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 um what, what happens if nobody comes then where does that money come from and you know all of that going on right because that has never really been a concern it's just kind of been a given that people will come and spend their summers here and suddenly going, oh my God, well, you know, here is like Easter, there's nobody traveling, well, that's money that I, I'm not making, and oh God. So I, I hear this, right? I hear this, and then I'm like, and so what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I'm here where I am in, in Puglia, Italy, you know, it, the, the, the travel market has gone pretty much... Overnight, <laughs> bust proud for the next six months. Yeah, go on. Again, it's like um, it's like the beauty of seeing what you just shared, isn't it, Marina? You know, like we have a choice. We have free will. We can use our mental energy to get really, really worried and really, really insecure and jump into the future and speed up and what if, what if, what if, and what's going to happen next. Or, or, or we get present to the moment and the situation and, and, you know, yeah, in a quiet mind, we find solutions. In a quieter state of mind, we see blessing. I mean, I had the same experience, Marina, just the other day because uh, obviously I have run retreats here in Italy and I've, I had a group of American women booked to come and I knew even before this thing you know, hit America <laughs> as such. Um, I said, I, I'm going to have to cancel this because I, you know, this, this thing, this thing isn't going to just stay in Italy. It's, it's going to, it's likely in a neighborhood near you. <laughs> and I'm going to have to cancel this retreat. Ladies. I'm sorry, we're going to have to move it. And they were great about it. But my mind went to, oh my God, my retreat business is, you know, that's the end of it. That, that's it. It's gone. And you know what occurred that was just beautiful? As I fell out of that insecure thought, the next day, you know, I just saw the opportunity and the invitation that was given to me, which was, can you help me move my business online, please? And I realized that's the next thing, you know, okay, there's not going to be a retreat right now, but the next thing in my business is, help those people that need it to get set up online. So again, there's opportunity, yeah. you know, everywhere. This isn't, I'm seeing people on Facebook writing about, this is the end of the coaching industry. This is the end of the healing. It's like, no, <laughs> no, no. There is, there is invitation everywhere because humans need help and we might have a preference as to how we do it marina you and i love to do retreats with our clients yes it's our preference but we're not limited to retreats nobody's no. limited to and it's 
And it's funny, you know, you should, you should talk about this because, um, in fact, one of my ladies was coming over and what we've done is we've, we've just created three days of an, an online intensive. So rather than her coming over, yeah. um, right we're now doing the sessions online. So I know that when people come here, um, they have an incredible experience of being in the feeling and, and in nature and so forth. But actually what she, what, what I really hear is the transformation is what she really wanted. And so that doesn't, that's not taken away from being online and actually it's much more intense and we get more done. It's something that really, really resonated with her. And, and so we, that's what we've done. And, and it, you know, there is that possibility. And I've done them before where I've done three-day intensives online and they work perfectly. So there isn't, there isn't a restriction. It's just a different way of doing things. Yeah. And to be honest, once again, like this, this series was born from, from this new experience. So I was like, well, what can I do to support the calming of the limbic system. How, what can I do to support mm-hmm. us in, in this, in this wake of crisis and, and what can I do? And what came to mind was like create a series where you bring on people that are really grounded, who, who are seeing this in a really proactive and, and, and beautiful way so that we can shift the, the consciousness around this. Now that's not to say that I don't, mm-hmm go into fear and neither do you but so this sort of came to mind and as I've been sort of kind of working with this I've been like well what if from this there could be something more around like you know being a leader in 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 times of uncertainty and we're going into that period right now and 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 there's a call for 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 that and there's an emergence and and so I'm like well that's interesting that's not something that I'd even considered but there's you can either sit in the problem or you can or you can actually go and 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 experience a solution because with the problem there's always a solution and I know people talk about oh there are no problems but the ones that we make up in our heads you know that yeah and and you know the month we were talking about money and the insecurity that can happen with the markets going down and, and all of that. And it's like, this is a period of time where, you know, there'll be many, many inventions. There'll be many people creating things that we never knew we needed until this, you know, those that, um, those that survive will will come up with will come up with something or be proactive about something they hadn't considered, like you just pointed out, Marina. We, we both have a former mentor, Dr. John D. Martini, who who was very grounded in in sharing. You know, look, you might not be able to do the thing you thought you were going to do to to financially be secure. Do the next highest priority thing. This time of uncertainty, you know, is also a time of, of people, I imagine, all around the world coming up with new inventions and coming up with new solutions and coming up with things that you and I didn't even know we needed. So, again, um, every challenge has opportunity for uh, growth, financial expansion, uh, deeper human connection, 
you know, all of that. And I was just saying earlier, Marina, this, you and I have had a former mentor, Dr. John Martini, who talks about, you know, just doing the next highest priority thing. If, you, if, you ha- if you're not able to run things the way you were hoping to, like Marina and I with our retreats and, and now moving those things online, if you're not able to do the, the thing that you were banking on in terms of your financial security, what's the next highest priority thing that you could, that you could be doing? It's helpful just to know that this, this, isn't, this time in history is an invitation uh, is an opportunity rather than a moment in which you, you know, you, you collapse under all the the concern about the markets and, and where you are. Um, that's my take on it when it comes to the financial aspect. And again, I'm probably saying that from a place where I'm just so okay with uncertainty. And I know many people aren't okay with uncertainty. <clears throat> um, but that again if if we're going to live our lives completely dependent on the external world adjusting and bending to our um, requirements then we're at the mercy of an ever-changing ever-moving target and and we're when we'll we'll find we'll never be okay so again this is an opportunity if you if you have fallen into the depths of despair and uncertainty because of this situation, you know, I encourage you and invite you to, to, to slow down, get centered and drop out of that insecure mind in whichever way you know is best for you and to see what's, what beautiful new ideas emerge because it will emerge and they will emerge when you're not freaking out. You know, it's, it, this is built into every human. That's my take on it, Marina. I love that. And I love the fact that it's not, you know, it's not something that we need to practice. It's something that we already have inside as we are already made of it. So um, <clears throat> I think this is a massive a wake up call for all of us to kind of reconnect back in and, and to reconnect to that truth um, of who we are. And you can see it in the human spirit. You can see it in the creativity. You can see it in the innovation. You can see it in what I can see now as a self-correcting system from the inside mm-hmm. out. The very fact that we've been put into this situation, have to spend time at home, um, you know, is, it is a call for us to connect back in. It is a call for us to bring things to the surface that may have been um, otherwise ignored or, uh, you know, um, deferred because it's so easy to be busy and to ignore all that stuff. Um, So, you know, what you were saying about, you know, couples and things like that, well, maybe there are conversations that need to be had that weren't being had and that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah, lovely. So if someone wants to contact you, because I mean, obviously, um, what you shared about taking people's um, gifts online, uh, if someone is listening to this and went, oh my God, I'd love to know more about how I can do that because my, you know, I might have a massage business or I might have a a business that really um, has me not be online and I'd really like to know how to do that. How, How can they contact you? 
Yeah, sure, Marina. Well, that's just one slice of my um, my expertise. The, the other piece I love really helping people with is if they if they're looking for more more fulfillment and deeper sense of purpose in their life. You know, I'm really all about helping you get on purpose and find that deeper fulfillment. And I think this lockdown period is an is a is an incredible opportunity and time to get reflective on that. I, it even occurred to me this morning, Marina. I was thinking to myself, you know, there's going to be so many people that they're not able to go to work and they're going to be loving the fact that they're not not having to go into the office, not having to go to the day job. And they might even be thinking to themselves, I could get used to this. Well, I'm here to help you really get used to it because I'm here to help you get on with something that, you know, frees you up from that nine to five experience. And and then for those of you that are out of that nine to five experience and and, and maybe you're just you're really realizing that you gotta get yourself moving online, I'm here for you too. And the best way to contact me would be a simple email, gracefulcoaching at gmail.com. Just put in the subject line Marina so I know that you've come from Marina. I always like to know where people are coming from. Cool. Thank you. And so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. And just such a reminder that uh, whatever's going on out there isn't actually affecting us on the inside, even though it may look like it is. So thank you, Grace. So much, so much uh, wisdom in this conversation. And hopefully for those of you that listening, this has helped you ground you a little bit today and given you the hope that you were looking for. Thank you, Marina. And there we have it, another beautiful episode of The Joy of Being. Now, if you got something from this and you know somebody that could really, really do with a boost of positivity and joy, then please do share the episode with them. It's amazing the ripple effect that these episodes can have on others. Failing that, if you'd like to join a different conversation around what's going on in in these uncertain times, then please do join the Facebook group, The Breathing Space for Hardworking Mummers. You can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash The Breathing Space for Mums in Business. 